Ryan, good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yes. Good morning. God Glad bless. to be here. God bless. Glad to be here. Day two, chapter three in Genesis. Uh, That's right. We started this journey yesterday on a Sunday morning, and we are back Monday morning, 6 a.m. We're going to do this uh, segment here on Weightlifting Talk, reading the Bible all the way through together, me and you, and everybody listening, everybody on the chat board, and who wants to join us uh, every morning at 6 a.m. That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's exciting. Exciting times. We're in Genesis, the beginning. This is a big chapter. This is where everything started from this moment. It's a big day. Yeah. Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Holy yeah. smoke. Biscuits. I'm ready. I I have my coffee. Morning, bud. Morning, William. Chat board. Uh, we got some... Some uh, some good friends of ours jumping on. That's right. Uh, to get it, you have you have a good week, and I heard you're you're big into golf, Brian, and uh, you were watching the Masters, and uh, first Japanese man won. I hear. That's that's right. That's right. Uh, Matsuyama. That's uh, his first name is Hideki. Great, great for the the country of Japan, and great for uh, great for him. You know, I think. I love golf. I, I grew up with it. It's just in my blood. My dad, my, my I'm a, a big time golfer, uh, and my son. So we've been watching the Masters traditionally every all, every year for gosh, probably thirty years. Wow, you know? that's great. That's awesome. Well, let's get into it. Um, all right. You want to start it off with a prayer? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Father, we just come to you in Jesus' name. We thank you for. The wonderful day that you've given us. We get to read your word. We get to talk about your word. We get to talk about what happened, what's going to happen, how how life unfolds. It's it's a great thing, Lord. We pray that you use our vocal cords, use our mouth. We pray the wisdom goes out in the world and changes us and everyone that hears it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Beautiful. Well, I'll start it off chapter 3. Yep. Genesis, okay. uh, the man and woman sin. All right. Day one. Day one. <laughs> okay. And I, I'm actually, so I, I do read from a Bible, uh, a real book Bible. Uh, I will say I am going to read now off of the computer just because it's easier with my microphone <laughs> and read yeah. it on the podcast. So I feel like a sellout here, but I am going. No, uh, no. I'm using the technology, so. <laughs> but I have I have the old leather one here, so I feel better about that. Okay, here we go. Um, and again, I, I apologize for the listeners out there. I'm not the best reader, but uh, you know, as we as we go through this journey, Brian. Maybe I'll get better. <laughs> so, no, I thought, yeah. I thought about that yesterday. I was like, you're going to be a great reader after yeah. this, you kidding? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be perfect. Okay. Yeah. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Question mark. Of course, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat, God said. You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. 
quote unquote. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. At that moment their eyes were opened, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breeze were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord called to the man, Where are you? I love how God has a sense of humor. Sorry. You know he does. Sorry. You know he does. He does. I'm hiding from God behind the trees. Exactly. <laughs> oh, humans. <laughs> oh, humans. Like, like he doesn't know where they are. Right? <laughs> oh, I lost the two people on the planet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The, the two people I made on the entire planet I've lost. Oh, it's, only humans would do that. Mm-hmm. He replied, I heard you were walking in the garden. So I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the t- from the tree? I'm sorry. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, "It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit, and I ate it." Then the Lord God asked the woman, "What have you done?" The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth, and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. And to the man he said, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life you will struggle to scratch a a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and dust you will return." Then the man Adam named his wife Eve, 
because she would be the mother of all who live. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Then the Lord God said, Look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take fruit from the, uh, from the tree of life and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden and sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty uh, cherubim Mm -hmm. to the east of the Garden of Eden. And he uh, placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the Tree of Life. Yeah. Man, that's that's so it's like almost Game of Thrones. It's wild. It's uh amazing. Look, I, I I just have to bring this up real quick. And I never realized this because this this where you know new 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 living is a little different than normal what I, I normally look at. But it says that uh that Adam named his wife verse twenty one or verse twenty, and Adam named his wife because she would be the mother of all. I, it's not that she didn't have a name, right? Hmm. But she named him. Her, her, rather. It's in, later on we find out, I think it's chapter 5, 4 or 5, that, uh, you know, they were both called Adam in the beginning. Hmm. And then um, Adam and Eve, they were, they were in one person. They were in Adam. This is just interesting. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly what this means, but... Yeah, that is interesting. I, I never seen that before. All right. Yeah, I mean, we've read of, it. Yeah, we've read it so many times, but there's even right. from yesterday's reading, we talked about multiple different things that we noticed reading yeah, reading very, again. Very interesting. And of course, like like how many men? It's the woman's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just she said, "Eat it," and he was like, "Okay." you got it you got it um boy what a what what a just a great example here and a great uh picture um of how we turn our back to god Mm -hmm. you know instantly um, and, and i don't think there's really anybody out there that can judge adam and eve I, I don't think there's anybody that can get mad. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I mean, of course, we're frustrated. We read this, and we can sit here and say, come on, guys. I mean, God himself spoke to you. God himself spoke to you, and uh, you defied him. Def- defied uh, your, your creator, the almighty Lord. And you turned your back and went against his ways. And, you know, but it's hard to judge because, you know, um, I mean, humans have been doing that since day one to now. I mean, I I, I know I have done that and I hate to admit it, but I mean, I fall short. You know, I I'm a I'm a sinner and I do my best every single day to walk with the Lord and be biblical and fight sin and walk the narrow path. And, but I make mistakes. 
and I obviously have in the past, and I and I I've told you this too, Brian. We talked about this. You know, it's not easy to be a Christian, man, because the the worldview likes to suck you in. You know, sin is around every corner. You know, the demons are constantly clawing at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, I look at the Bible as a sword, you know, the sword to, to walk strong and to fight daily. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. you can't, you cannot judge Adam and Eve. You can't, even though you're mad and frustrated, mm-hmm. it is just a, uh, it's a story of life and in, in humans. You hear people like, uh, it's well said. You hear people, they say, they say, oh, when I get to heaven, I'm going to, I'm going to have some words with Adam and Eve, I'm like you know, you can't, you don't know, you you weren't there. What if it was you? You would have done the same thing. I, I know, right? You you know, you weren't, you're not, you messed up. You would have messed up. You know, the temptations are there. I mean, mm-hmm. do you live a perfect life? No, exactly. So it's it's silly. You know, Jesus himself said, <clears throat> Matthew Matthew, um, he's six, he's or seven, verse one. Don't judge. He goes, judge not. Or don't condemn, lest you be condemned, right? The typical wording is, judge not, lest you be judged. But he knows. He's like, look, everybody's situation is different. Just because you, you're you good in this area and they're not good in this area doesn't mean that you're good in the areas that, that they're strong in. You know, we all have our strengths and we all fall short. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely silly to, <clears throat> to think that, you know, that I'm going to have some words with Adam and Eve when I get there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hmm. You know, but you know how you know how you'll be able to spot Adam, right? Hmm. How? No no belly button. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That is I a good know. point. That no, that's a solid point right there. Right? Hey, will you uh know. Brian, will you respond? I'm gonna leave the tougher questions to you, of course. Um on the chat board here, Lo- Logan has just a great point or a great question. A great thought, maybe. Um, on the first paragraph that he wrote there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit longer and then move on to chapter four. Let's see, so it's the, you want to... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read it out loud. Go ahead. And then you can answer it. Um, Logan says, It's so hard to understand why God, who knows all things and knew what and knew what happened, created Adam and Eve knowing they would do and knew how he would have to punish them, why would he not just create them differently? Question mark. He also ended by saying, I grew up in the church my whole life with my grandpa as a pastor. I'm struggling to understand, but I still, but I still struggle to understand so much. Yeah, that's, that is a good question. You hear that from time to time, you know, um, you know, why did God create? people to sin or why you know why did god create the situation where he knew they would sin and he didn't just fix it well you know it's in order to have free free will or you rather to have free loving people who love you and want to be with you and serve you they have to have the opportunity to fail they have to have the opportunity to lose everything and that's exactly what God created. He created a free moral person to have the opportunity mm-hmm. to say, yes, I want you, God. 
I want your your ways, or I want my own ways, and that's what he's done. It's mm-hmm. so much better, right? Even our own relationships, right? To force a relationship is never good. The person on the other end that when you're trying to force the situation and you know and force someone to love you or or be with you or like you, that other person is not enjoying that. They don't want that, and it's never okay. It's only it's only perfect and and wonderful when both parties willingly love each other. And so, you know, God doesn't want Autobots. He didn't create you know ro- Roombas to mm-hmm. to clean the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, he created he created yeah, free will. Yeah, that's that's such a great point. And like I said yesterday too, it's uh, free will versus God's plan. The answer is yes. You know, and, and, and Logan's had such a good point here too. It's just, yeah. you know, we talked about this yesterday, Brian, it's, you know, we're not, we're not supposed to understand, yeah. you know, everything. And, you know, us as humans like to get on Google and dissect things and study and we want to know all. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. we give ourselves more credit than we deserve of being quote unquote smart and trying to figure things out. And, um, yeah, but exactly. with the Bible and God's plan and the reason why God does things and, you know, there's there's so much that we don't know, and we're not supposed to know. You know, we're only humans. You know, mm-hmm. we sometimes have to just take a deep breath and kind of remember that sometimes. You know what I mean? And then also, to yeah. one more thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, you know, Logan used the word punish. I think that was that's an interesting word to use. Why did he punish Adam and Eve? I don't, I don't know. It's like Job. Mm. Was he punishing Job? We'll get to that probably even just in the next few months with this pace. Or weeks. Or, or yeah. weeks, yeah. But or was he... Look, you got to remember that Adam and Eve have eternal life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're only here for just a little bit of time. We're here for a blink of an eye. Yeah. Just a blink. And, and yes. we got to remember about eternal life and how good that is, how great that is. And what we can't. We can't even fathom. We can't even wrap our heads around what heaven is and eternal life. But we're so caught up in in being here for literally a split second on this earth. And and when you read the Bible too, you realize how short of time. And thank you, Logan. You got to go. But I love that you're getting on. How short of a time we're really here. We're like, oh my gosh. We're. I mean, people used to live 800 years. I mean, we're <laughs> America's been around for like 250. It's like, wait a a minute. A little blip. So we got to remember that. I don't think it's punish. I think it's an example. I think that, you know, A, yes, there is Mm -hmm. free will. I do think God's plan is mixed in with that. What's the answer? Yes, it's the same. Uh, Do I fully understand that? No. But with God's plan there, I do think that he uses, you know, situations like this to make an example, to make a point, um, to love him, to build a relationship with him, to to really push the point of free will. Um, But also the book that we have in our hands right now is the greatest gift from God. Absolutely. And these stories have to happen for us to be able to fully understand the full grasp of God. And last thing, last thing, last thing also fear God. Okay. This is, and this is the thing, Brian, that I love going through the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter is because, we can't cherry pick or skip. And we're not just going to just bounce around to all the lovey stuff, even though, of course, God is love. 
and he's so merciful. Yes. But you know what? Fear God. And I'll end it with that. Absolutely. Well, the book of Proverbs says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Right? And that, not just fear is in a shaking and trembling, but honor, respect, and also that reverence of he is God. He could send, he could send you to hell. He doesn't really send people to hell, but he could take you out if he really wanted to. God can do anything, technically. So yeah, it's absolutely it's it's so funny. I, I, I'll go. I'll I'll read four, but let me say one thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was punishment at all because it said it says in twenty two that um, the he said I need to take uh, I'm going to banish these these uh, these two from the garden, but why? So they could not eat of the tree of life and live eternally in death, right? Because remember what happened? They died. So this is, God saved them by kicking them out of the garden. He saved all humanity. He saved his plan. And they punished themselves, right? They're the ones who knew what was happening. So God doesn't, if you, let's, you know, God doesn't really punish those, the covenant people. Mm -hmm. We'll see more of that, right? We kind of punish ourselves. You know, and he, and he picks up the pieces. Right. And, and, I, I love how you said back. it's not us that takes us to hell or, or him. It's us. You know, we decide. Mm-hmm. We decide with free will which direction sure. that we want to go. Do we want to accept? Yeah, absolutely. You know, sure. uh, Jesus is our savior and um, accept the good Lord and, and, and walk with him and. Right. You know, and, and, re- and repent from our sins and then yes, you know, but do we want to turn our back and live in the, in the world view and party it up and just not care and, and, and walk away from God? Well, okay. That's up to you. Right. Exactly. That's up to, that's up to the person. So, you know, we'll find out later on, but God didn't create hell for me and you, right? It was created for, for others, for Satan and his angels. Yeah. That's interesting. All right, so... Um, Four. Let's do it. You okay? You, you had time? No, good. Okay, good. good. Chapter four, Cain and Abel. So now, Adam had sexual relations with his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother named and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd, while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was when it was when it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of the crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift. But he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry, the Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. If you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. One day Cain suggested to his brother, Let's go out out in the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterwards, the Lord asked Cain, Where is your brother? Where is Abel? I don't know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, 
What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land, from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give you a sevenfold punishment to anyone. I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. The descendants of Cain. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant. She gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city, which he called Enoch, after his son. Enoch had a son named Irad. Irad became the father of Mahujal. Mahujal became the father of Methuselah. Methuselah became the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first was named Adah, and the second, Zillah. Adah gave birth to Jabal, who was the first of those who raised livestock and lived in tents. His, brother, his brother's name was Jubal, and the first of those who played the harp and flute. Lamech's other wife, Zillah, gave birth to a son named Tubalcane. He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. Tubalcane had a sister named Nema. One day, Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zillah, hear my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished 77 times. Hmm. Hmm. The, the birth of Seth. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth. For she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel, who Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At the time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. Yahweh. That's it. So, wow. That's a, hmm. that's a lot to unpack. But, but Cain killed Abel. Family feud right from the beginning. Yeah, you know, I Brian, we've talked about this before in our men's study on uh, our team. Which, by the way, tonight, excited. Mm-hmm. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Keep it rolling, which I love. But uh, you know, I, I think that you know, and, and Harley Burke was a big example of this. Of he's never read the Bible, and and he did a few uh, Bible studies with our our men's group that we do Monday and Thursday on on Team Attitude Nation, and. He was a little taken back by just how, I, I don't know how to say it, Brian. I think that the same situations that happen now were happening in the Bible times and even back right. in Genesis when things started. Uh, the The Bible is is always relevant. Always. Yeah, right always. off the bat. I mean, right right off the bat. I mean, I don't know how exactly how many years. But it hasn't been more than a few hundred, right? And all of a sudden, uh, the same thing. You're, you're mad at your brother. You know, you, you're you're you know quarreling with your neighbors. It's it's 
Yeah. People are people, you know. It's Everyone's like, selfish. It's the same stuff that's happening today in 2021. You know, exactly. uh, jealousy, jealousy, just such a horrible thing. Horrible. You know, and um, you know, we're just we're just seeing sins. We're seeing humans just in the first four chapters here, all doing the same thing we're doing now. You know. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> it just makes you self-reflect on, you know, your life. And you read about Cable and Ain and Cain, and um, you just don't want to be that way because you want to be grateful for everything you have in your life. You sure. know, all the good in your life is such a blessing, and that's that's how you should live life. Not oh, I Absolutely. want I want this. Oh, only if I had this. Oh, the gratefulness is everything that changes every, your whole day's perspective. Right, you wake up and you realize this is amazing. I'm breathing. I get to love my friends, my family. I get to weight lift. I get to do, you know, slam bars, kill PRs. That's an amazing, grateful thinking life, you know, in anything you're doing. Yeah. But when you when it's when you're constantly self, right? You're analyzing yourself uh, and comparing yourself to everybody else, every situation. I should be on the PGA tour. I should be better than right, this. I should right. be doing that. That just brings hatred. And all of a sudden now, what happens? Cain looks at his brother and says, Oh, you're, you know what? You're better than me. You followed God's word. I didn't do it right, so I'm going to take you out. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what happens. That's what happens. Oh, it's so true. Also, I love, even though we only have about five minutes here, is I love that, um, you know, the, the Lord's making it very clear here that uh, no, nobody can judge Cain. And Lord's making it uh, a very good example here, of course, because th- th- these stories, I mean, of course, they all connect to the New Testament, and it's all mm-hmm. just one huge, great picture for us to learn off of and um, use as a guide of life with with these true stories, of course, but saying, no, no, Cain, like, yeah, you messed up, yeah, you sinned, like, but nobody can judge you, and if they do, they're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, um, I, I love that. You know, Cain saying, "Oh my gosh, people are gonna." The Lord saying, "No, no, no." It, this is an interesting, uh, you know, this whole moment here. I know we have a few minutes, but you know, after Cain killed his brother, which is, you know, tragic. You know, murder, murdered him. Um, but God didn't. God, God didn't take him out. In fact, He saved him. Yeah. You know, Cain cur- cursed himself. Cain's like. If anybody sees me wondering, they're going to know and they're going to realize what I am and who I am. They're going to mm-hmm. kill me. But God protected Cain. Yeah, you know, right. It's it's just interesting how, how you know we can look at ourselves and, and even though we mess up big time, we mess up big time. But God still wants us to get do better and live right. He still wants well, us to go forward. Isn't that fu- isn't that interesting that you know Logan used that word punish and. Uh... Mm-hmm. I mean, and look, God, God used the word punish. I don't know what King James is. In the New Living Testament, it says right here in, in verse 13, chapter 4, my punishment. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what, uh, but uh, in the yeah, New Living, Kate, yeah. God uses the word punishment actually here in chapter 4. But I don't know with King James and then the um, the Jewish translation. Um what what it actually uh, means? 
So maybe it's not. We got to we got to be careful with that sometimes. So someone can say, well, well, you know, John, you say punishment is too harsh, but God used the word punishment right here in the Bible. Okay, but what does the actual language say if we look back? Those are some some things to to remember. Well, also, you're talking about verse thirteen. Cain says, uh, "My punishment is too great," but that's Cain talking. No, no, no. There's there's the God says it. Sorry, I didn't mean to. uh, No, you're you're good. Right right here, fifteen. The Lord replied, "No, for I will give a uh, sevenfold punishment." Do you right. anyone who kills you? So it's always kind of good to look into the uh, the root of that word um, and see. But even with that said, oh, go ahead. King James says, "I will give. I will keep vengeance. Shall be taken on anyone set in seven percent. Vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold if you mm. kill Cain." Mm. It's a little different than punishment, right? Right. More like again, if you kill someone that God marks. And there's, you know, you're you're bringing judgment on yourself, or, or, you know, there is. But that's the beauty of this. I I think as we continue on, we realize that God has His laws set. Yeah. Right. And He, and we, when we mess with those laws, and we we break those laws, I mean, we create our own punishment. Well, but here here's the thing. It's so true, Brian. And, And the thing too is is that you know when Logan says like, why would God do that and punish these people in this, and why would God do that? It's like first of all, God can snap his fingers and erase this planet in five seconds like yeah, i mean like really like this is this is god being merciful god god has given you the opportunity to go to heaven and have t- eternal life you're here on this planet okay so god you know is is maybe you know getting uh, uh um you know some things in life are hard for you yeah and yeah. and there's there's bad things on the on the on the planet and we'll get into yeah. that later as we read but we we have to like kind of sit back and self reflect and think of the whole picture here. Yeah. We shouldn't even the, the, you know God can do anything He wants. This planet could be disappeared in two seconds with a snap of a finger. And you said it. You know, look at the whole picture. Look at the whole right. picture, man. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? This is this is this is a this is like a parent walking up and and hitting your little pinky finger and going, "Bad bad son, don't do that now." Mm-hmm. Like, come on, mm-hmm. this is it, really. I mean, even with Job, even with Job, you go, oh, geez, John, look what God did with Job. Even with that, you're here for a blink of an eye. Yeah. And he still had the greatest thing called faith, and now he's up eternal life. You've got to put it in the big picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. The big picture is so important, right? Mm -hmm. You, you, You said it earlier. When you cherry pick scripture and you don't look at it as a whole, the concept of Father, Father God, and and the covenant and Jesus and how it works and how it all came about, man, you miss, you miss reality. Yeah. Yeah. You miss it, man. Look, I mean, you know, big picture is, is, is heaven and eternal life and, and, and all the good that is, that is happening to us on a daily basis and everything in our life and our, it's just, and it's an amazing thing. And, um, you know, but, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, anything else, Brian, there's three and four. That's good. No, that's that's uh, we, that's a good spot to to end on. Yeah, we talked about the jealousy issue, and um, <clears throat> you know, we can go into a little bit of the brother and sister thing. I know. Um, yeah, sibling rivalries. Well, no, and then also incest, which you know we like to say the word incest, but back then it wasn't. 
um, I'll let you take the mic on this, Brian, because it's not only till later on in the Bible that God makes it clear of brothers and sisters, you know, not having... Well, um, here's another thing. Uh, We don't really know, like, clearly everybody stemmed from Adam and Eve, right? mm -hmm. But but we don't know how many children they had. We don't know how many women she had. She she could have had many, many, many daughters. They were, they, they but wouldn't they still time. wouldn't they still be all brothers and yeah. sisters though to start out with? Sure, yeah, they would. And you know, I, I've kind of heard people talk about this before. You know, a study in you know where did people come from? And um, I mean, we don't fully know. It doesn't exactly say here, but you know, they these people had they were as close to perfect, perfectly made as possible. Yeah, right. Adam was Adam and Eve. They were perfectly made. Their DNA was perfect. I mean, they were gonna. God clearly knew that they were gonna have kids, and then those kids would would have kids, and those kids would have kids amongst each other. So, I don't think here incest is really what you call this. It's you know that sin had not corrupted their DNA, had not corrupted their bodies like it has now. Because and that's another thing that people forget. All of us, right? Sin is death and that creates death in your body mm-hmm. you know why is there cancers why is there sicknesses flus and all that stuff that's because sin came in the world sin has created and caused death sin is death jesus said it so one man sin brought death into the world and thank god that one man's righteousness brought all salvation, right? One man, mm-hmm. Jesus, brought all salvation. But but sin is the cause. D- it brought death, and it corrupt- over the years, it corrupted more and more of the DNA. Yeah. And and so on. And yeah, now that now incest is um, totally wrong. It's specifically wrong for... Uh, I will say this. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Specifically wrong. You know... I was just saying... Go yeah, ahead, go, go, ahead. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying it's wrong specifically, right? Because of the genetic things that happen, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays. Yeah. And so, but it was different back then. I mean, the DNA was so pure; the the bodies were right. so much better. That's right. They lived longer. It was stronger. Yeah. Well, so, one thing I like about it too is the fact that we're all related. We're all brothers and sisters. If we go back, yeah. I mean, we, it is true. I mean, That's at the true. end of the day. Well, I, I know that as we get into six and eight, and we're going to talk about some pretty complicated s- stuff with, you know, um, oh yeah, with uh, with bloodlines, with bloodlines yeah. getting mixed up and stuff. But I, I, I think, I think I'm not, I can't, I don't. Again, I'm not going to die on the battlefield here for the, of this, but I'm pretty sure that to a certain extent, we all have the same blood we're all related absolutely everybody on this planet is related and it's from adam and eve and the brothers and the sisters you know doing their thing and creating more and creating life and you know we are all related we're all one bloodline right um and and here we are today and again it's another great example of how god could have just said okay make 100 humans spread them across the world and let's start from there no no oh that's the that's so so amazing that he didn't do that he could do that. Oh, let's start out with uh, 100,000 humans all over the world. Yeah. No, no, no. That's skipping forward. Just like we talked about yesterday, Brian, everything he did was so like, human. Like, no, I'm going to start out with a yeah. dude. 
and then a woman, and then let's go exactly. from there. Let's go. Exactly. I love that he 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 almost takes the hard way. Yeah, he's on practical. purpose rather than it's being. Oh, here's a hundred people. Here's some houses. Exactly. Here's internet no, service. The, the, he he loves that we interact. He loves that we are people who need each other, relationships, and family. He's a big family. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, yeah, Joseph. We're all family. You know? That's what it is, exactly. man. If he just made a random hundred people, we... we I don't know. It just wouldn't be the same, yeah. man. It's, well, you know, to back that up scientifically, you know, they've, they've, they've tracked... Scientists have tracked gen- genetics back to a couple. Back to one couple. Well, now, yeah. they might say it's in Africa or wherever they say Asia or, or something, but the fact is that we are all gone back to one dna mm-hmm. bloodline mm-hmm. that is you know, so cool so, i love that yeah it is it's awesome and it just proves you know that that uh you know god does i mean for we're, we're reading about our relatives right now we're yeah, adam, we adam and eve are our relatives they're our grandparents mm-hmm. and, and we have the yeah. same grandparents brian exactly it's, it's awesome so this whole idea you know and that's racism is such a is it's such a dumb idea because we are all the same. We might look different. You might shades are different. Hair may be different. Skin is a little different. Eyes are different. But when it comes down to it, man, our blood is all the same. Mm-hmm. Everything's the same. It's a beautiful concept. Well, let's pray. Uh, thank you, Lord, for bringing us all together this morning on this beautiful Monday morning. Uh, we're so grateful for all the blessings in our life. And thank you for looking over us and keep our family safe today. Um, Keep our swords sharp uh, and our Bibles close. And we walk with you, uh, not the world view, uh, not uh, uh, humans' opinions, yeah. uh, but, uh, but, but your word. And uh, we, we love you and um, give us strength and uh, amen. Amen. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. All right. We'll, uh, we'll get out of here. We'll see you tomorrow morning at... Uh, uh, 6 a.m. again as we move on to chapter 5. Mm-hmm. 8 okay. Central. 8 Central. 6 a.m. Pacific Time at 8 Central. Brian Nietzsche. Brian, thank you. All right. All right, guys. John. Salute.